Well, well, well. What have we here? Uh, you hung up so fast. No, I hung up after four rings, buddy. Jesus. I usually get the uh, uh, voicemail at four rings, so no reason to, uh, no. you know, sit through no. that nonsense. You know, we are back. It's an, it's we're, we haven't done this in a while. The car edition of the podcast. Oh, you didn't tell me it was a car edition. Right, because then you wouldn't have called. Why? <laughs> well, that's the idea. I, I'm trying up the quality of these things, especially since I think it's just you and me these days doing these things. So, right. uh, you know, I'm trying to give people a better experience, and you keep wanting to drag them into the. Uh, and you look, look, you look, yeah, I, at least I show up for my, for my job here. I know. I know. I, I, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, you look, it could be worse. I can have a crying baby next to me. <laughs> well, yeah. well, apparently there's, there's plenty of excuses to not, uh, to no show, no call, but you know, we'll, uh, uh, I'll have to, uh, deal with that problem, uh, this week. Uh, maybe oh. we're maybe we're just expanding this to three episodes a week and calling it a day. Oh, wow! I may get the bump. You can you can be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and uh, and we'll just uh, we'll just we'll keep it simple, stupid, because because uh, <laughs> everything yeah. else seems to be a fucking nightmare. So uh, yeah, enough shooting on Marco. Uh, <laughs> how was your weekend, buddy? I mean, how was your holiday I mean, look, weekend? We- it was fantastic. I, I hiked. I, I did some uh, did some cool things. You know, I got the I had the Canadian in town and the uh, Marylandic in town. I don't know if that's a real word, but uh, yeah, no, I did some cool stuff. But um, and I got to watch that amazing AEW pay per view. Yeah, uh, yeah, which I know you watched, dude. Uh, I could just talk about that for an hour because uh, that thing was awesome and. Uh, I mean, we might alienate some people that don't like wrestling, but considering you're a professional wrestler and uh, you're going to be wrestling November seventh, see how I work the plug-in um, right. against against the great Billy Fives. That uh, the great? Uh, come on, what did you stop jerking his chain here? I'm just saying that those that know know, and I don't think anyone in the business that's run across Billy Fives, you know, isn't gonna isn't gonna say kind words about him. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, look, he's 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 a fantastic fellow. I mean, as a per- I wasn't saying as a person. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on, let me let me bookmark this one. Right. Uh, okay. Two, two minutes and fifty six seconds. <laughs> We've already I've already dug a hole for myself that I'm not sure. I can not a great with. person in in real life. I Only a great wrestler. <laughs> I didn't say he wasn't. I just didn't say. He was. He it was. was. It was. It was like a non-denial denial, you know. <laughs> oh, oh God. I'm in trouble now. Uh, if uh, see now, here's where I can just rely on your innate laziness to. Uh, by the time this podcast is over, I've forgotten. Uh, Again, right? Yeah, yes. and then or that it's too much work to just go on Facebook and and narc me out. So I I, I feel safe throwing the jab in that early. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> the podcast was, I mean, not the podcast, the pay-per-view was great. Uh, it, Fantastic. I was, I was telling you, uh, I guess it was either earlier today or yesterday 
that uh, it feels like 19, the late 90s, like 96, 97, all over again. And that was like the golden era of wrestling. Like there was no, there was no better time to be a wrestling fan. And it's crazy that you and I have, have been uh, around and been watching the product so long that we've seen it come full circle to another cycle of this that nobody ever thought would happen. Whoever thought that some billionaire would uh, come in and actually succeed at creating something that's actually good. Uh, And, and now it's, it, there's a problem. I mean, I think he has created a destination that uh, wrestlers would rather be at than the WWE. You would, you would think that's impossible that they're too big and they're too, there's too much success over there, but but I, I have a feeling in the next couple of years, you're going to see a lot of people not even interested in, uh, in talking to them. Well, you know, I, I, this is like, I, for me, this is, and I know you felt the same way, uh, even though you had Sleeping Blake sitting next to you. Um, I just had to get a shot in. So, you know, watching the pay-per-view, obviously lifelong wrestling fan, WWE completely bores me. It makes me hate wrestling. Uh, watching the pay-per-view tonight, I didn't even realize it was when it ended. That's number one. I didn't realize what time it was because I was so invested. Right. We're at midnight or something or on midnight, right? Yeah. This was the first one where I wasn't like looking at my watch and right. going, oh, my God, it's just it's just too damn long. You know, like right, right. like there's they have good pay-per-views. That company puts on a good product. But even so, they run long. And you usually yeah. feel it. You didn't feel it then. Uh, was Sunday night? Yeah, you didn't. I didn't feel it at all. Right? I didn't no, feel it either. That's number one. Number two, numerous times I caught myself clapping on the couch as if I was there. Like, which is something I would have done when I was younger in my teenage years watching, you know, WCW and Monday Night Raw, like when they were head to head. Like, I would clap. Yeah. Uh, I a couple times stood up in front of the TV. Like I was like a six-year-old child yelling uh, and yelling and right. jumping off the couch. Yeah. Yes. And then, and, and you know what? There was even when at the end of the tag match, there was the, uh, the Lucha bros against the young bucks. When, uh, when the match was over, I like, I got emotional because I could feel their emotion. And then, when his kid came out, his kids came out and hugged him. I lost it. Well, because like, started to tear up. Yeah, because especially since it's, it was the scary one of the two of them uh, that right, has right. the three little girls. It all they brought them out. It was probably right. a bit of an effort. It didn't look like they were like front row. They were just somewhere in the audience, and they brought them out and he hugged each one of them, which was crazy because he was covered in blood. And each kid, he would hug and kiss on the cheek. And when they pulled away from him, their clothes and their <laughs> face were bloody. <laughs> and they're like, they were, they were, I don't think the oldest one was 12 out of the three. They were, they were crying. Yeah. And I got emotional and I started to tear up. And I'm like, you're breaking up because you're in a goddamn so car. Involved. You're breaking up because you're in a goddamn car. I'm going to kill you. I'm Who's gonna... breaking up? I'm not breaking up. You I did. hear you. You did. No, you're no, breaking up. My head... No, my headphone. My headphone uh, was dying. I switched headphones. Uh, I think that's what happened. Oh, oh. Well, you should. You, you got should... the beats. You they shouldn't be. T- they cut out. You shouldn't be in mid sentence when you do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to switch there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You should wait till I, I'm I talking. I got emotional. I got emotional. Yeah. Uh, you know. My part. And 
you know, wrestling hasn't made me feel emotional in a long time. But you know what's cool is that like like the details of 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 that match alone. You have I was watch I watched it again and at the end of the match, uh Penta, the one we're talking about, Pentagon, uh he cares so much about the product that even after the match is over, he keeps uh with his glove he he wears gloves and he's got a mask on. Um, and the mask is kind of torn, so it's easier to get his hand up there. But he kept, even after the match was over, he kept sticking his finger up under his mask to keep the cut bleeding for the effect, you know, like for the, for the, because he cares about the product and the, and the integrity of, of whatever he's creating here, uh, to the point where when they handed them the belts, he made sure to dig it again and bleed all over the title. And then when he went to do the media interviews afterwards with Tony Khan, his blood is, I mean, his belt is covered in blood. And I'm waiting to see if when he comes out Wednesday, if his belt is still covered in blood. It may sound weird to like a non-wrestling fan, but I feel like this is like, just like that's his character. And that's like the, the details and the care and effort he's putting into just the details of, of, of the story and, uh, and, and of, of what's going on with the product uh, is, is it's kind of cool. Um, I knew what they were doing when he threw that bag over the, uh, the cage. I knew it had a change of sneakers in it. You, you, you did. How'd you know that? Because there's total sneaker heads and every week on their vlog, uh, they're out buying two or three pairs of sneakers. So, uh, so I just had a feeling that it was going to be that. That was a cool spot. That yeah. was a cool spot for sure. Yeah. But it wasn't, but, uh, you know, it wasn't just a, a new change of sneakers. It was a sneaker where the sole was covered in thumbtacks pointing outward. Right. You know, they they basically put a weapon on his foot, which was crazy. But uh, what were you going to say? I, I, like, no, I just, you know, wrestling's all about. I, I learned this when I went to uh, the Ring of Honor camp. I don't remember what year I went. And uh, I remember... I want to say it was, it may have been Delirious or Senator, maybe Mike Bennett, uh, could have been Carino. Wrestling is all about moments, right? So you can have a wrestling match for 20 minutes, but you're going to remember moments in that match, right? Uh, And that's what they want you to. They want you to, they don't, they don't expect you to remember the whole match. They just expect you to remember those, those key moments. But that match had so many moments that, when it when things would happen, I would say to myself, "Oh my God, that was a moment!" Like, and not every match had that on the card, but well, that cage match had so many significant moments. And and you know when it, when it's a moment when it's this crazy you know sequence, and then all of a sudden it's a lull, and yeah. they're they're all down. Or and I'm like, wow, like that is just it draws you in. It brings emotion and like you know you just you feel it and. That match had so many of them. I was like, well, this iron- is amazing. Ironically, that match had so many of them, but then the show had so many matches right. with moments. Like if you want to go match by match, uh, there's a lot of them that had moments. And uh, even the punk one, I don't know that it had moments other than the fact that it was, they basically decided to recreate like a famous match from the past. Right. Which was uh, like its own kind of cool, like flashback moment or something, uh, and then all that's overshadowed by non wrestling moments at the end of the show. Right. 
So it, it was like, you want to say it was total overkill and a, most of the moments were a waste, but it was so enjoyable. I, I wouldn't even say that. Uh, I, I don't know where you would put it in terms of uh, all-time pay-per-views you've ever watched. Uh, like if it's in a top five or 10 for you, but uh, for me, it, it was up there. It was, a, it was, uh, especially, I would say it's top. I would say it's top five. Yeah. Um, Just from the, how many moments we got out of that, I would definitely say it was top five. Right. I, that's fair. There's no doubt. That's fair. But then, you know, it's like, uh, I mean, and you can, we can argue with like decisions that they made on the show, but, uh, right, right. but I think that, like uh as a show itself it was a f- for sure for the last like 10 years it's it's one of the best one of the best efforts anyone's ever put forward uh in a long right. time everything even you know and and again we may be boring people with wrestling talk but honestly i i don't care because this is this it was is, such this is the wrestling talk episode if it if it segues right, into I, a story of you wrestling then whatever but well it, it, there will be at the end but yeah i i uh like when you think about from from the start of the show to the end and all the the different things that happened, even the big show in QT like had a purpose and it was the right amount of time with the right amount of purpose and it worked perfectly. And it wasn't it wasn't but, supposed to be like you knew right. when it started that it was gonna be a five minute match, you know. It that, served its purpose. Yeah, yeah. And got over the story, which I think, you know, wrestling as well, for anybody who doesn't watch wrestling, wrestling is, it thrives on the stories and also the emotions and the moments, but the stories and some of the stories that happened Sunday were like Jericho and MJF was like a year in the making. Yeah. Like they took a story and they had a plan and they stuck to it, which I feel WWE does not do anymore. WWE is so quick to run a story and it's over in two weeks or they end it and just act like it never happened. Everything on that show had a story. Yeah. You know? And I think that's the, I I listened to it. If, 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 if there was one, maybe one match that didn't have a, a well thought out long story, it was the opener. It was Miro and Eddie Kingston. That was the only one that seemed like, thrown together in two weeks to put on the pay-per-view but everything else right yeah right and and, and they also had issues with i think pock and uh they had uh andradas couldn't wrestle or, you know whatever it was, so it was, was issue a travel, there, so that travel issue or something right so right right so i think they had a you know they may have known that a couple weeks ago and but, added that extra match but what's funny is they created storyline out of it i don't know if you saw the i know where i they, did the they, promo they made it look like chavo canceled the flight Right. right. <laughs> so that's funny. I mean, right. you know, and maybe that ends up getting Chavo fired in the long run and they bring Flair in for him because since his right. father in law's hanging out every week there, anyways. Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, and I, look, I don't know. I, I, I think everything, everything had a good build to it. Like, you think when you go through Jericho and MJF, easily a year in the making, maybe even more, right? I fe- Could I, be more. Don't, didn't you feel going into that? That um, you're wondering why they're doing it because it's it was it wasn't like best of kind of thing. He had lost right. three to him, so this was the fourth match. 
that was right. just Jericho wanting to win one or he was going to quit wrestling. I mean, right. it creates some drama and tension and you're always with Jericho. You're always believing that he could lose a match like that because he's got the band and they may be wanting to go on tour for six months or something. Right. So right. You, you would believe that he could lose that match. So, uh, yes. so going into it, you don't know what's going to happen, which is half of the excitement of watching a, 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 a predetermined fight. Right, um, right, right, yeah. But, uh, but uh, but leading up to it, I was a little like, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But then, the way they presented it, and the way they the way they told the match, it was it was fun, and right. you know they, it just made sense. It resolved itself, and I feel like those two aren't going to cross paths for a while. You know, yeah. If, I agree. if I ever agree. again, I think you got new blood coming in, and all these big names. Like now, after you've established MJF as this guy that could beat Jericho three out of four times. Now it's like, all right, now you get to wrestle CM Punk and you get to wrestle uh, Daniel Bron- yeah. Brian Danielson and all these guys. And again, build your homegrown guys, you know, your future, which I think is the, is, right. is the key to bringing all these dudes in. That's why CM Punk worked Darby Allen. Like there's no reason yeah. to have all these ex WWE guys come in and just work each other. We've seen that already. There's no- well, and I also I don't feel like like a situation Punk wins, and it didn't make Darby look bad. Oh and no, it made Darby oh. look better. A hundred percent. I feel like that's. I mean, because look, you're you're still like at the end of the day, it's still CM Punk, the guy. Right, right. Beat didn't he beat the Undertaker for the title? I mean, yeah, right. I mean. He's supposed to win a match, even if it's coming off the couch seven years having not wrestled. You're, but, you're, right, it's but not, I feel like... But, it's, but if as long as he looks like he was competitive against CM Punk, it does nothing but help Darby Allen. But again, you, you want to talk about moments. The thing that I remember most about that match, I don't remember him pinning him. or I remember after the match. After the match where Sting was there and they shook hands and he made Darby look like he was a star, I remember that more than Darby losing the match. Like, to, to me, that was putting him over. Like, it's like this kid just hung with a, a fucking world champion. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's He's like, a world champion. It's like when, you know, Undertaker validating Jeff Hardy. Right. After they had their match and then he shook his hand and, and kind of acknowledged right. to the world this guy deserves my respect. You know, it it, it, right, right. it basically puts the light on him and says, uh, if Undertaker says he's the future, he's the future, you know, and this is what you're right, doing with right. CM Punk. Um, yeah, yeah, I just didn't feel like him losing meant anything. It was fine because it gave you, he gave you the end, the end where he puts him over, you know, raises his hand and shake. Honestly, hug. Darby Allen, uh, it doesn't hurt him to lose uh, as long as it's, to to a worthy opponent, it's his win loss record is not it, it's not relevant uh, in yeah, the big no, scheme no, when you're losing to the big names, you know, and yeah. and, and not losing, uh, you know, pathetically or getting squashed or however you want. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. but but if you look at at what they're doing, even the guys who are there now, it's like you got Miro's working Eddie Kingston. It's not like he's working another. Yeah. 
guy they signed from WWE. the WWE. Yeah. They're not doing that, right. which is very nice. Even Christian Cage is is validating. I mean, you know, Omega was the biggest indie guy in the world, anyways, uh, and right. heavily recruited by the WWE, but he'd never been there. So this is your again, you're pairing technically a homegrown guy uh, with a WWE import. You know, they did it. They did it all across the board. That night. even QT Marshall and fucking Big Show, Big Show, everyone. It was like right. they're not letting these guys, uh, you know, kind of inbreed again with WWE. Fighting. Right, right. Who cares? Nobody needs to see us. Not now. Like a year from now, when these guys have kind of established new characters and new storylines, then you can have like, you know, some kind of Brian Punk, who's the best in the world for the name kind of match or something like that. But no need to come out of the gate and do it for sure. No, right, right. And I think you know, building the talent is what they're they they do better. WWE does not do a good job of that. And, and they don't I, do a good job of they do a good job of burying the young guys, yeah. but not building them. Right, right, right. Adam Cole even. I think about like, like right, right. I think about Ricochet. That guy could be easily on AEW, Ricochet, and be a star all over the world, right? Yeah. And he's yeah, I forget he's even there. How in WWE. how many of these guys do you think that are there that are with the WWE right now? When their contracts come up, are they going to be like, yeah, no? Well, even from a point of, okay, you're a WWE contracted guy. You're miserable. You don't want to be there. Even if AEW is not going to pick you up, the options right now. You, first of all, the independent wrestling scene is on fire. Yes. Absolutely on fire. Yeah. You have Impact, well, when you, look, you have ROH. When you, you look and you see Cardona AEW. in front of, how right. many how many people was that in front of that he won that belt in that death match? I mean, a couple hundred. There was a lot of people there, but no, they not look, thousands. It looked well. The room. I think the room. The next night, the next uh, when he lost it to Mox, that looked like it had fifteen hundred people in it to me. Right, probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was in Chicago. Yeah. Uh. Well, whatever. But uh. But yeah, the, uh, there's plenty of place to land. I don't know where those other product uh, companies are getting their money, but. If you want to talk about either Mexico or Japan, they've got money to pay people. AEW's got money to pay right. people. I doesn't look like Ring of Honor's competing for any of this, but uh, Impact is seems to be paying people. And yeah, but, but like I watched Ring of Honor highlights from ECW Arena last weekend or two weekends ago. Yeah, absolutely packed, standing room only. I mean, packed to the gills. Like people are going to wrestling. Yeah, well, and, that that's the point. Yes, you know. Right, and it doesn't matter like where or what. Indep- I, I see pictures of independence in Podunk, you know, Idaho, and there's you know a couple thousand people. And I'm like, holy shit, everyone is drawing. Right, and and, and, and so WWE, like, I feel like, is the shit of it all. So what you're, but like, like you, we were get back to saying is that even if AEW is not hiring you, you could be making less, way less money on the independent scene, but supplementing your income way more in terms of like right. you're going to make more money on shirts on t- pro wrestling tees and if you're one of these guys like look at a ricochet does he even have a shirt with the wwe no right 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 so 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 right. so 20 of something is better than 100 of nothing you know when you're not right. when, when you don't even have a shirt in wwe what are we even talking about and then you're twitch and you're this and you're that and you're uh, I mean, 
trust me, you start, you could do your podcast, all this stuff that's verboten when you're working for the WWE, which is why some of these guys are leaving. I mean, when you hear Adam Cole and one of his reasons for leaving right. is that I had to keep my Twitch stream. I had to keep it. Uh, that was a, right. now, now that, it seems a little disingenuous. I have a feeling regardless of the Twitch stream, his mind was made up a long time ago because he was one of the lucky guys to uh, be da- dating someone that works in AEW and had visited many times. So he had been in the environment and seen how people treat each other over there and right. also firsthand information from her on how things are run, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and the fear of like, you look at the the other problem is that once you leave NXT, your career's yeah. dead. They just bury you. They 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 will yep. either change your name or change everything about you, including your your look, your entrance. Look at Karrion Cross. Right. Your look, your entrance, your 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 wife who's your manager, they strip all that from you. They dress you up like nineteen eighties demolition and, right. and expect the same results. And it makes right. it, yeah. They, so you can't trust them. And then they cut. They've cut like they've fired two hundred people over the last two two years. And by people, I mean I mean wrestlers. They have fired two hundred wrestlers. So there's no even. You sign a contract there. There's no guarantees. The only guarantee is when they fire you, you're not allowed to work anywhere else for ninety days. Right, right. What, what kind of fuck job is that? As an independent contractor, which is what they want to call you. You're not even allowed to do if you're an independent contractor. Why can't you have a Twitch stream? Why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? Why can't you take side stuff if it doesn't interfere yeah. with your wrestling schedule? Instead, they treat you like uh, you're a full salaried employee with benefits. Uh, so right. the hi- hypocrisy, with zero benefits. <laughs> the, the hypocrisy, just mind bending. Um, and so I yeah. think I think all these people see it and they're like, they look at WWE and they're like, well, first of all, you're, they're not to be trusted on any level, you know, and, and then, right. And there's no guarantee there. So. Yeah, no, I know. Well, so, and, and all of this comes down to this is I watched it Sunday and, uh, I went through so many emotions that I literally said to myself, I want to wrestle again. Yeah. I don't want to just wrestle Philly fives. Like, I don't want to wrestle just Billy Fives and end it. Like, I really would love to get into shape and do another year of just taking independent bookings and, and just, and not even like, I don't like, I don't want to bump. I hate wrestling. Like, it has nothing to do with the actual wrestling. It has to do with everything. It's hot right now. I want to perform in front of fans. I, you want to perform. You want to entertain. You want to entertain. Right. I like to entertain. And I mean, that's why I have a TikTok. And, and a podcast. I'm like I, and a podcast, right? Uh, I I really would love to start wrestling again. Now, can I? Can I? I'm not gonna. I'm not throwing water on your fire here. What I am doing is ask you to pump the brakes. <laughs> Do your match with Billy and see how you feel. And by the time you have your match with Billy, I have a feeling your TikTok numbers are going to be like two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand. When you start getting to that number. Maybe you can shop yourself around a little bit, especially with footage of your match with right. Billy recently, to pick and choose some places you want to work with, some people you want to work with, instead of what I feel you would do, which is take some shit bookings, be miserable, and then be ready to quit right away. Right. So I, Billy will be my first one. I'm not doing anything before that, Good. November 7th. Uh, 
And then after I defeat him and become king of the independence, uh, <laughs> after I give you know, me king of the know, over fifties, <laughs> right, right, king of the old the old guys. Uh, I would love to. I would. I I think your plan is exactly right. And then I don't want to work shitty bookings, right? I don't want to work for the you know some guy in South Carolina making twenty five bucks. Like I'm not going to do that. But would I go work a show for TK and Josh? Fuck yeah. For friends. Because for friends. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, not only that, but like I watched their last show in South Carolina. I watched it, the, the some of the highlights. And that place was, I mean, they packed a brewery again. And a packed brewery of rabid fans. Like there's nothing better than that. I don't care if it's only 200 people. It was so close. It looked so close. And I remember the last show I worked for them. And, you know, we did. I did, uh, you know, the, the Fruit Loops and then slam the guy into the Fruit Loops and all that crazy, stupid comedy shit. But I just watched the match again recently, and I was like, "Holy fuck, that was one of the most fun matches I've ever had." And it was because the crowd was so into the stupidity that you know it made it it made it fun. But I I think after Billy, I'll, I'll assess the situation, and I think I could take some bookings. I there's a couple. When I started to think about this Sunday, there's people that I want to work uh, more so than places I want to work. Like, I obviously Billy is the first one. Uh, I would I would love to work Josh Powers because I don't feel like we got to finish anything from years past because of me. I I became lazy and fat and could care less about wrestling, and I feel like we could we could finish something and have a good match. Uh, I want to work John Schuyler again because I enjoyed working him a couple times. And I, I know he's like at a super high level now. I think he's assigned by impact now and uh, he's did some AEW. I want to work him again. Um, I want to work at pro wrestling, uh, the PWF, whatever that I used to be the champion at for Carino. I want to work there again because my banner's still up. And I, I feel like I dropped the title after a year title reign and I know it's fake, but I never got to go back. Like I just dropped the title and never went back because of politics and pay and all that. But I think, I, I think I would like to go there and work one more time. Yeah, awesome. and maybe even work Col- maybe even work Colby because I I've only worked Col- I've tagged with Colby and I worked Colby once, but okay. you know. But I I would like to work. Okay, sorry, uh, something uh, something hiccuped, but I caught it right away. So. Uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. Kobe might be uh, uh too much of a big shot for you now. He might not have time for you. Right, maybe. <laughs> but you know, we'll see. And then, like you know, I think about if I I know if I can get in really good shape and actually care. Like NWA runs in in Georgia in Atlanta all the time. Like I've got some connections there. I, look, I, I don't even care if I have to go get beat up by somebody. I like it would just be cool to do it one time and. I mean, you it's, know, it's cool to know. work for the Smashing Pumpkins guy. I mean, Billy Corgan has right. a wrestling Billy company. Corgan, right. That's fucking cool, you know? Right. Uh, and the NWA, the history of it. And even if it was just to go do a jobber or, you know, I would love to do that. I would love to. You... Okay, we're back. All right, let's see if the third time's a charm here. I'm fucking believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not my fault, everyone, today. Hold on. Flawless episode here still holding on yeah the thing freezes i don't know what's going on <sighs> god damn it fucking equipment you got 
Yeah, I don't know. All right. It seems to be rolling now. <laughs> what can I now do? Now Here we go. Nope, it's stopping again. Oh, oh, here it goes. I don't know. Let's are we good or are we not good? No, it keeps it keeps stuttering, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping. He's trying, to, he's trying to tell me something like I'm talking about my comeback and it stops. Yeah, like it it might be the Lord uh, sending you a message. <laughs> not today, pal. <laughs> oh God, are we recording? I don't know. It keeps freezing and then it looks like it ran again. It, it it's almost like it's pausing, but it's it's it is recording everything. I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. I've, I I have Good bad Lord. feelings about this episode. <sighs> the whole episode? No, just the last few minutes since I said hold on. Anyway, uh, yeah, I well the other the other idea is like if you uh if you become the traveling TikTok guy, you could you could try and schedule matches in places you're gonna go. Uh, and true, true. be the TikTok draw that everyone wants to uh, book on their shows. Uh, you know, if they know you're going to draw 50 people to the building. Right. I mean, I, I probably could get a nice gig in the UK. Yeah, I don't know so. how work visas uh, or or uh, how that works, if you're allowed to just go over there and wrestle or not. Or if you have to do it for no money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a clue either. Yeah, you'd probably have to look at it. I don't know how that works. Yeah. You might be fucked. Because I I, I think that's why the uh, Iconics hadn't started wrestling anywhere. Uh, Hadn't taken any gigs was because they had some kind of uh, work visa issues after uh, getting uh, let go from the WWE. Which makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. See, she fucked up. She married a Canadian instead of an American. Right. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think I uh, Billy will be my first test. If I can get through that and really get into good shape for the for the new year, you know, twenty the next year, twenty twenty two, right? Is that what year we're in? I don't even know what year we're in. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, we're in twenty one uh, still. If I can get and then twenty twenty two kind of start and maybe do a year of you know of putting in some work. And if I, you know, I, I would love to not just wrestle here. Like I want to go wrestle in New York and California and. You know, maybe another shot for Drexel up, up in up in Portland, and you know those shows were fun. What do you mean another and shot? You worked one up there. I worked for Drexel twice in Portland. Yeah, you did. I didn't even know that. Oh, when you when you were Dude. in California, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember you telling me. Much I worked about uh, twice. Yeah, I worked twice, and it was uh, what's his name was there the MMA guy. Uh, Stephen Bonner was there at the one. He got involved. Let's not bring up Stephen Bonner these days. Oh, does he have heat? He, he there's like a video like from a day or two ago of, of him like trying to get opioids from a fucking pharmacy and they wouldn't let him have them. And he, <laughs> he was he was acting like a fucking uh like a like a pillhead desperate for a fucking pill. Uh, it's not it's <laughs> not a pretty sight. It was someone someone recorded the audio of it or something. Uh, I didn't watch it because I didn't want to see the guy. Uh, right. I didn't want to see the guy like that. But basically, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was there at the show. He got involved. Yeah. But uh, who did you wrestle? So the first time I did a four way, and I I ended up I ended up working with a guy, um, Ricky Gibson. He is a friend of Blake's from Portland, and uh, we really had good chemistry. And then the se- it was a four way, and then the second time I think he did a tag match or something. But uh, 
it was fun. It was the crowd was really fun. They they ate up the Breakfast Club stuff. Yeah, you know, we did the donut spots and all that stupid shit. Which you know, and I, and I don't even know coming back like, do I want to be full comedy or do I want to like actually be a wrestler? Uh, I think I kind of want to do a mixture of both because I I mean I know how to work. I just you know I get lazy. Well, I think you do the <laughs> you do the comedy and then at when people it's almost like the Orange Cassidy thing. We're like you're doing the comedy, you're doing the comedy, right. and then bam, you you hit that fucking like drop kick and show them some athleticism, and everyone all right. of a sudden is in shock because uh, you haven't been exhibiting much of anything up to that point. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you hit something. You're you're known for your drop kick. It's pretty impressive. You get up there. Uh, I don't know about it anymore. Uh, you might <laughs> fifty pounds ago. You might, you might get, you know, be drop kicking to people's knees. Shin. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, that would be the idea. I assume. Cause you know, you're not going to all of a sudden yeah. start putting on these mat classics. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, to be honest, like if you put enough work in for a year, <laughs> I would not be surprised if you could get a fucking dark match on fucking uh, over in Jacksonville with the AEW. I mean, they'll let anyone fucking wrestle those shows. And that's not a knock. <laughs> that's not a knock on you as much as this just like, I mean, we know a lot of right. we know a lot of people that have right, had right. had a few matches there and we're like, well, if they can do it, you know. Right. And I and I know. I mean, it, the other part of this was was this is watching it on Saturday. You know, you watch, I watch Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's close to my age. I watch Chris, you know, uh, and Chris Eddie, Jericho's 52. And, and all the credit in the world, Eddie Kingston. The guy can talk, the guy can tell right. a story in the ring, but physically, that guy does not look like a fucking wrestler. That guy, what, I mean, right. that guy's built, I mean, you look more like a wrestler right this second than he does, honestly. Yeah, he's all all he is is pop belly, you know. Right, right, right. Well, at least I, I mean, I have a little bit of muscle. Right. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah. Like he but, and he's. But I watch like right, and he's working like he's at the top age. level. So you know, right, and he's worked as long as I have. You know, he and I watched him. I watched Chris Jericho's 52 years old. I watched Kojima, 52 years old from Japan. You know, Suzuki's 50 something years old. You watch Christian Cage, 48 years old. Uh, and I'm watching these guys, even Omega, Omega's my age. Like, you know, the young bucks are, they're in their thirties. Like these aren't young guys. And I'm like, wait, you know, Finn Balor in WWE is 40 years old. AJ Styles is 40, like five, Yeah, you know? And I'm like, why am I over here that I, the last two years I've done nothing. Cause I thought I was old. Like I'm not even close to being old yet in wrestling. I mean, I mean, you're, you're, you're older than they are in terms of, uh, oh. Where you out of shape? Right, right. But uh, I mean, that's up to you, man. That's uh, whatever, whatever. I, guess, I just whatever you need to motivate yourself, I guess. Well, I, I think wrestling will will make me it'll make me happy again if I do it the right way. I'm not like going to take you said. I'm not going to go work in you know, you know, bumfuck South Carolina for a hot dog and a handshake just to say I wrestled. Like that doesn't do right. it for me. Well, they're, they're, like you know, not to quote, not to put. Not to keep mentioning CM Punk, but he said, uh, to quote him, he said, uh, no is a full sentence in our house. You know, it's like, it's like, tell people fucking no, you know? 
uh, when they want uh, you, when they want you to do that shit, even if they're friends or, or you owe them a favor, right. you know that's not the favor you're gonna yeah. get, you know. Right, right, yeah, and I, and I don't want I want to do what I want to do and work going to work and you know with my TikTok page, you know you get somebody I can get somebody to bite and be like, oh, you know, I mean I, I'm I'm I think I'll be at two hundred thousand followers by by hopefully next week because at this pace I'm going now it's, it's I mean I'm almost at 180,000 already. Yeah. You know? And you know next year I could be at 250-300 and if it continues and I think that's like I can use it as kind of like a pull, you know. Oh, like hey, for sure it's like it may even be your main bargaining chip, you know. Right. Right, you know and and I would love to document this journey on in a youtube like channel of you know like and maybe even document the whole journey and see and see how that goes but you know i, I just you're i gotta too, start you're too lazy you're too lazy well yeah yeah i mean if if, if you're I'm not lazy enough i i will say if you were living I'm in lazy. boca they would happen because your friend ben would just show up everywhere and All film right. everything and edit it together and upload it for you but uh, but your friend Ben right. has no interest in a long distance no, relationship that. other than the one we have right now. <laughs> uh, I will say I'm I'm lazy, but I am not lazy enough to remember at two minutes and fifty five seconds of this podcast <laughs> we took a shot at Billy Fives. So <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> How dare you? So, By the way, taking yeah, no, yeah. taking shots. Uh, uh, other than me having heat with Marco right now. Uh, who who did have time to come over and watch a four hour pay per view at my house? Um, if nothing else, uh, uh, Blake and Earl were over, and between Marco's baby, Earl and Blake, I think someone was asleep during the whole like combined through the whole uh, pay per view. The all all, all all three of them nodding off through the whole thing. Jesus, oh. That's pretty funny. I'm glad you had to deal with that and not me. Well, which so. part? I mean, there was nothing to deal with. It was it was nice this time around. Uh, Wait, here, I, let me. I, let really, me... I, I just I feel like this though. I feel like Blake sleeping would piss you off. Uh, no, I love it. I love it because it's like clockwork. You can set your wa- watch by as soon as Blake <laughs> Blake has eaten and Blake has blazed within 45 minutes. Blake will be sleeping. Um, it, it's. <laughs> Every show, every every time he comes over, here's but so, like all the predictable things happen, including that Blake showed up with his own food, and didn't call and ask if anyone wanted anything <laughs> from where he was going. Uh, and then what was nice is I, you know, I buy the pay per view, and uh, it's since it's not really an event, I didn't like really invite people over, and right. in, in all honesty, Blake started it by inviting himself a few weeks ago um that uh that uh then you know so like spontaneously marco and earl decided to buy food so before i knew it there were pizza and wings here uh so uh you know i made out better than i usually do with these things usually you weren't complaining usually i'm just out 60 bucks uh but this time but this time i actually like uh i got to eat a bunch of food too Jeez. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. I uh I I watched it with a Canadian and a uh Marylandic person. I don't know what the Marylandic. correct term is for the 
But uh, yeah, and it's funny because <clears throat> they don't know wrestling, but Jericho comes out and, you know, our Canadian friend CJ says, oh, is that Chris Jericho? I was like, how the hell do you know who Chris Jericho is? She's like, oh, he's from Canada. Like he's like he's a god. Like every, he's a goat. Like every Canadian knows of every famous Canadian. Right. Well, it's funny because uh, asked her. I asked her. She's from you know the Calgary Edmonton area, and I asked about Bret Hart. Are the is the Hart family really as big as they make it seem? And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? Like I thought it was just Bret Hart working, you know, working everybody. And she's like, no, they're. That that's like they're na- they're a name. I'm like wow. They're like they're like can- <laughs> they're like can- Canadian royalty, probably. Right, right, yeah, yeah. right. So pretty wild they are, but uh, yeah. So did you point out that? Uh, shit. Did you point out that uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Christian were? Also- I did, and Christian were. Yes, I did. I did. Every time a Canadian came, I was like, they're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So. But yeah, so I think, you know, November 7th, uh, I think, we, you know, we thought this was going to be the end, but I really think it's the beginning. Mm. It's like the resurgence, the rebirth. After I, I pin Billy Fives, and I think that's going to be the start. Is, is that how, how it's going to go? You're going to pin him? I mean, this may be his retirement. You're not going to, like, knock him out or anything like that? <laughs> no, no, don't, 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 <laughs> don't do that. You said the other day. <laughs> You're gonna kick him unconscious. Mm. I just want to know. I just want to no, know what the don't game. Do that. I just want to know what the game plan is. There's no game plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat him, and it's gonna start the resurgence of my career. Uh, I'm gonna give myself one year, 2022. See what happens. And yeah, that's it. So here's my plan: is that hopefully he doesn't uh, kill you, but that <laughs> he really fucks you up really bad. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the uh, the bloody face print you leave on the concrete. I'm going to take a, like a I'm going to take like a, a rag and get an impression of it, and that's going to breed your merch going forward. Will be that <laughs> it'll be like I, I, I survived Billy Fives, and all I got was this crappy T-shirt, t-shirt. or this bloody T-shirt, and uh, yeah. and uh, we'll uh, we'll sell those at your once your jaw heals. We'll uh, sell those at uh, at your <laughs> at your other matches. God, you're ridiculous. Well, this is a good episode. I, I think I needed a wrestling talk. That's, I think it was good because I don't get to talk wrestling much. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. What are you All doing? Right, are, well, you, are you still driving, I, or what are you doing? So I'm actually. Uh, you're parked at like at like some food place, aren't you? Look, I got to go pick up my packages at, at the store, you know, UPS store, and then I got to go to Publix. I'm just saying. All right. So it, it's a double food run because your packages at Publix are going to be food that people sent you to try on TikTok. Well, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. All right. All right. So All right. Well, that's okay because the thing just stuttered again anyway. So uh, I, think, All right, I think from now on I'm going to have to just reboot the entire computer before I uh, – I record an episode with you because obviously there's some issue going on here. Yeah, it is. Goodbye. All right.